At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We are going to break down the running back class here momentarily. We've done wide receivers. Sean, a big believer in this wide receiver class. We've done the quarterbacks. It's uh, eh, kind of, kind of, eh. Uh, we did edge rushers. You like a handful of those edge rushers. Uh, no surprise there. And uh, we'll get into the running backs here momentarily. Second half underway in New Orleans with the Pelicans leading 61-50. to C.J. McCollum, a whopping 27 points in the first half. A backdoor cut for a layup to start the second half. Not a great start for your boy who has under 225 and a half. So this will clearly soar over. So hopefully uh, you took the over there. Uh, second half, though, Spurs were minus one with a total of 110. And uh, we will see how this uh, puppy unfolds down there. Winner. Moves on to take on the Clippers on Friday night. We do have a line. Uh, as earlier tonight, the Hawks destroyed the Charlotte Hornets 132-103. to And the line for Friday night is one and a half in favor of Atlanta on the road at Westgate and now one. So some movement off of the DraftKings opener, which was at a pick em. So once again, we're keeping an eye on New Orleans and San Antonio. 13-point lead for the Pelicans. But this has been, um, you know, because I am Sean's biggest fan, always cheering for Sean no matter what he does. Uh, this has been a great segment over the past couple of weeks. Thank you. <laughs> uh, breaking down the players and getting Sean's thoughts and then trying to correlate them to, uh, to the board and to the draft, uh, to the betting market. Very curious to get your thoughts on the running back class because I heard you, we talked to Matt Freeman earlier, and you said pretty underwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, most of these guys, no one is, I would say no one, uh, not a lot of people are mocking uh, a first-round pick here. Uh, looks like Lance Zerline from NFL.com, who uh, I respect, is, uh, has really good knowledge. He uh, had Brees Hall going very end of the first round to the Cardinals at 29. Uh, but if you look at the market, and we'll get to this a little bit later, Brees Hall plus 150, 
to go in the first round. Kenneth Walker, 3-1. to one. Isaiah Spiller out of Texas A&M, 5-1. So, Sean, let's go to your running backs. Uh, if anyone watched during the uh, college football season, you love Kenneth Walker, how he ran the ball. Is Kenneth Walker your number one running back? He is not. And, and let me say this. And in my hand, I have the bottom of the first round. Mm-hmm. It would take an actual trade for a running back to go in the first round. Yeah. Because if, even if you start at 26, Tennessee, of course, are not going nope. running back. Tampa has too many other issues, even though they could use one. I don't think any of them would grade that high. Green Bay, Aaron Jones, KC has Clyde Edwards-Kalaire. They have 29 and 30. Cincy has Mixon. And the Lions have uh, DeAndre Swift, who have the last pick in the first round. So if a running back is going to go – in the first round, it's going to be via trade, which well, is their line. The Cardinals don't own a pick, so right, that would be tr- them trading back in to get a running back. Real quickly, uh, a team that has been mocked by some to pick a running back. I haven't seen it at 25, but the Bills, Devin Singletary, their main guy, they, they have Duke Johnson, Zach Moss. Could they be a team that went with a running back? Because they're kind of I, I, I don't think so. I just think they're going to be – too many quality players and yeah. other positions when you're sitting there at 25. You know, somebody's going to fall. I mean, you might even be looking at Nicobe Dean or, or, or you know, the, the Lloyd. Lloyd from Utah, you know, Linderbaum, you know, the center from. from Do you like him? I, I, he's, I wouldn't pick a center in the first round, but I'm yeah. just saying. I've heard a lot of some people guys kind of, that, he's been dropping a little yeah. bit. People don't love him. He's smaller. Yeah, he's got shorter yeah, arms. Yeah, he's, he's not a big guy, but. I mean, Christian Watson could be sitting there. That's the your pair guy. Stephon Diggs. You know, I just I think there are guys that are going to be available that I just think have more value yeah. than, than, than overdrafting a running back. Well, and I, I think, and before we even get into your evaluations, I mean, it's been proven okay. that really spending a first-round pick on a, a running back doesn't make a ton of sense at this day and age. You can find guys who are the gap between a first and a third or a fourth doesn't seem to be that wide. Well, I would say this, Tim. It's the one position where it has to be a truly special, transcendent, generational talent for me to go first round for a running back. I wouldn't just take a guy that was productive in college or a guy that's just fast or a guy that just catches the ball. It'd have to be a guy that's a combination of all of those things. Now, look, Najee Harris was was really good yeah, in Pittsburgh. He's worth it. At 22, probably yeah. was worth it. He's a it. transcendent Saquon at two? See, the thing with Saquon is we don't really know. Christian McCaffrey First of all, at seven? Well, McCaffrey was on the cover of Madden. He was the highest rated player. I Madden, know, so. but, but. Again, injuries have been the issue with those two guys. So if you think staying away from running back because of the volatility attached to that position from an injury right. health standpoint, I get it. I'm saying more it's about the individual talent. And how much does that player hoist up your team individually? Well, it, it's not like Indianapolis without Jonathan Taylor is That's probably true. a middle of but the league type of team. They traded up in the second to get him. I know. And that was a beyond wonderful pick for them. And Kansas City forever. <laughs> Clyde Edwards Alaire. That's right. By the way, New Orleans is now up 17. Let's see. Just CJ, just go sit down. I started to take the Pelicans. They just had that look in their eyes. They do, man. They're smoking them. So let me get to the breakdown. Yeah. All right. So let me first of all say this. My number two running back is not on the list. Really? Yes. But I will start with my number one running back, which is Iowa State's Brees Hall. Okay. And over the last two years, been very consistent. 3,000 yards rushing, 
You know, he has good size, 5'11", 217. Interesting, he ran 4'39 in the 40. He doesn't play that fast. He's more of a Eric Dickerson-type runner, more smooth, athletic, uh, very, very good out of the backfield catching the ball. So he is a guy, if he can pick up the nuances of pass protection, then he's a guy that could be a three-down guy. Still, I don't see special when I look at Brees Hall. I see solid, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you can play in the NFL for a long time just being a good football player, and Brees Hall is a really good football player. Great balance, you know, for a guy that's 215-plus pounds. Uh, decent acceleration. Uh, again, the game top-end speed doesn't match up with the 4.3940, but it might be because he just has such an effortless style. Like, he's not like a guy that really looks like he's trying his hardest, but he's very difficult to tackle. He's very evasive, you know, in one-on-one situations. But I don't think he's a first-round selection. Now, I'm going to get to the other guys on the list. My number two running back is a guy a lot of people don't talk about, and that's the kid from Arizona State, Rashad White. I have him rated number two on my list of backs. And this is a very interesting evaluation because he's a kid that played wide receiver in high school, Went to a Division II, had to go to a JUCO, got to Arizona State during the COVID season. I think ASU only played like four or five games. And then this year, he finally got a chance to play a full season and rush for 1,000 yards. Also caught for almost 500 yards out of the backfield. He's six foot two, so he has great size. He's a blazer. He would be the guy that I would take a chance on at running back if I was looking for a special talent. Now, he doesn't have a lot of film because, again, he had to go to D2, then Juco. So he's a guy that took the long road to get there. But he's the one, when I took, when I hit play on the film, he's the one that has the size, speed, athleticism, evasiveness, explosive, you know, uh, capabilities that I would look for when I'm talking about somebody that's going to change our organization, like a running back who people are going to fear. So my number two back, a lot of people don't know this, is Rashad White. So if you're looking, I don't know what his draft odds are, Aaron, if he even has any. He but he'd be the guy that I'd be thinking that might get drafted above what anybody is expecting. Yeah, if there's any over-unders out there, um, you know, look, I'm, I'm looking at Dane Brugler's breakdown. He has him listed as a fifth-round pick. Right. So, and what I would say, doesn't that, to your point, to where you, how you evaluate running mm-hmm. backs and then how the league probably looks at running backs, doesn't that kind of prove the point that there are guys to be found right. in the fourth, fifth round? Right. I mean, I, I remember, and this is 10 years ago now, but, you know, I covered the, the you know, then the Redskins, Washington football team, and they drafted, it was the year they drafted RG3. Mm-hmm. In the sixth round, they drafted Alfred Morris. He was a pro bowler. Right. And, you know, he was in the Shanahan zone scheme, all that stuff, but... It feels like that's kind of the way. And if you think Rashad White, you know, six foot, 214, older guys, like 23, mm-hmm. so th- th- does the age. No. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. 
young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Were you at all? Well, you, you're talking running backs. I'm only thinking I'm going to get four or five prime right. years yeah. unless, like, they're the generational Edron James, you know, caliber players. You know, most of them just hoping I can get a nice little, you know, run. So, Well, let me say this real quickly, though, because just to keep this on people's minds, you know, and we'll talk about it after the draft. We'll see where Rashad White goes, and if he goes to a spot where he may get some early playing time, that the year. a running back rookie yeah. of the year, those are it's very likely that could happen. So he could be a long shot rookie of the year, possibly. So I wanted to make sure that I made a priority to put him because I have him rated number two behind wow. Brees Hall, and, and then we get to this other group, and these are good football players, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about Kenneth Walker from Michigan State, Jerome Ford from Cincinnati is in this next group for me, and. I think those two are the third and fourth best running backs. That's just, you know, based on my evaluations. I think both of them have elite top-end speed. Both of them have extreme shiftiness. You know, both of them, I think, are home run threats. Now, the issue is neither one has been prolific in the past game, and they're both undersized. Five, nine guys are going to struggle in pass protection. So do you have to take them off the field on third down? It's something you have to think about when you're talking about slotting. So – just because I don't have a first-round grade on these guys, that mean that can't be starters in year one or be major contributors. Let's get into Kenneth Walker, a phenomenal season at Michigan State. Where will he likely land in the NFL draft? That's Sean. I'm Tim. More to come on the running backs in this year's draft class next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Keep it rolling here on the Nightcap. Real quick update New Orleans leading San Antonio 83 to 64, four and change to go in the third quarter. Winner moves on to play. The L.A. Clippers on Friday. All right, so Sean is breaking down the running backs today. Brees Hall is his top running back out of Iowa State. Number two, a surprise. Yeah, Rashad White from Arizona State. So understand if I – and I always put myself in the, the seat of the general manager. You know, that's my dream job, of course, is to would be to – outside of being here, would be to be a like, general manager of, of an NFL franchise. And this is how I would categorize this group. I would not take any in the first round. But to me, the top two running backs are Brees Hall and Rashad White. And they're the best combination of size, speed, skill, ability, versatility. Both guys, smooth runners, very evasive, very athletic for 215-plus guys. Both have good speed. Both great at catching the ball out of the backfield. And I love that about them. And both have the size where they can even put on a few more pounds to kind of be able to hold up. My second tier, which is my third and fourth running backs, are Kenneth Walker, the third, and Jerome Ford from Cincinnati. And I have them in this group because they are elite at one specific thing. They are home run hitters. These are guys that are smaller in statue, that 5'9 range, which is going to limit them a little bit when it comes to having to block larger guys that are rushing the quarterback. 
neither is ha- or has been a major part of their college program's passing game, and that's kind of why they're the next, next is this next group. But they have elite speed and they play with it. You can see it manifest itself on the field. Go look at Kenneth Walker's runs against Michigan where he's going to the house. Go look early in the season against, uh, I think that was Northwestern. Northwestern like, the open. Go look at Rutgers. Like, he consistently has, if he gets in the open field, I mean, it's a house call. Same thing with Jerome Ford. Go check the, uh, I think it was the the uh, the bowl game in Atlanta, I think, two years ago when since he played Georgia. Yep. And he takes the, uh, a, a run 70-plus yards. Man. Like, these are home run hitters. So, I'm drafting them to bring that aspect and ability, talent, skill to my offense at the National Football League level. So those are the four guys that I think can contribute in year one and be major contributors. And then you have the the rest of the guys who I think are good players, but I think they're going to be running back too. You know, they're going to be guys that kind of, you know, spill your starting running back. And, you know, I just don't, in my opinion, if I'm a general manager, see the value in using high selections on those guys. And that's Isaiah Spiller. That's Kyron Williams. You know, that's that next group of running backs. You know, not saying they're not good players. That's, uh, uh, man, what's uh, his brother plays for the Vikings? Who's the running back for the Vikings? Dalvin Cook. James Dalvin Cook. Cook. James Cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I, 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 yeah. I drew a blank. So that they're in that third group yep. of guys where, okay, our starter gets hurt. This guy has to fill in, you know, and play the second half of the game. I, I think you'd be okay. But I don't think any of those guys bring anything elite to the table. So they're in that third group for me. So, again, my top four guys, I have Brees Hall, number one, Rashad White, number two, and then Jerome Ford, Kenneth Walker are 3A, 3B. You know, I think they're very similar, you know, in the skill set that they bring to the table. Kenneth Walker, the year that he had was just was, was spectacular. Phenomenal. You know, 6.2 yards per carry, 1,600-plus yards, 18 touchdowns. Doak Walker Award winner um, was was fantastic for Michigan State. Uh, measured at the combine, 5'9", 211, ran a 4'3", And he plays like it. Which, which I think opened a lot of eyes. Not only, I mean, look, he, he like you said, he plays like it, but to see it, 4'3", mm-hmm. When you look at some of the other numbers you know, Brees Hall ran a, a four three nine, so he he runs he he ran quite fast too. So, what, looking at Kenneth Walker, my guess would be he's a second round pick. Does he step in day one as RB one? Just depends where he goes. So, you know, if he goes to Buffalo, for instance, he's not going to start there. He'll be the like the one B. Okay, to Singletary. Right. So they have a guy that they knows the system, mm-hmm. you know, that they know is not going to put the football on the ground, you know. So he'll go in there and work his way in. And then, you know, by the end of the season, second half of the season, he'll be, you know, getting 12 carries a game. And that's fine. I think he'll excel in that role. And I think he's a home run guy. And he's a guy where I know what I'm getting. I'm getting a special, specific, elite skill set. And the same thing with Jerome Ford. You know, I, a lot of people maybe don't have him as high. He's going to go somewhere and he's going to have some highlight real touchdown runs. That's what he brings to the table. Now, I just think Rashad White is the guy two years from now, and I think he's going to play as a rookie, but two years from now, which will be his, what, fourth year playing the actual position, Mm -hmm. and he really will have a feel and understanding. I mean, I just see some some nuances in his game that I really like. Like, when I'm watching tape on these skilled guys, one of the things I look for, how often they're on the ground. You know, there's multiple times where he's jumping over guys, stays on his feet, maybe out of bounds, 
You know, he makes a spin moves. What I love about Brees Hall doesn't lose his balance. Doesn't have to put his hand on the ground to to accelerate. You know, after being evasive. So there's some of those natural things that that certain guys have, and, and the other guys just don't. You know, I think Damian Pierce is going to be a really good pro, but he's not real twitchy. He's not real explosive, but he's probably going to play eight to ten years in the NFL and and, and just be you know a, a workhorse back for somebody. But he's not. In my opinion, something that I would be looking to draft early. So when you look at the running back position, and 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 just to kind of bring it back to the gambling aspect, you know, with Brees Hall and why he's minus two fifty, do you think the edge that Brees Hall has over Kenneth Walker is catching, one size? Ke- well, and then a, a, a pass game production, right? Because you look at Brees Hall. 82 receptions, 734 yards in his three-year career. I think Iowa Kenneth State. Walker has 19. 19 right, in so. his career. Had 13 this year for just 89 yards. So is that the differentiator? And we had – That in size. Okay. Yeah. He's bigger. Like, Brees Hall's foot, 217. Kenneth Walker's 5'9". Uh, what do you weigh in at? 211. Mm-hmm. Just a smaller frame. Like, you got to understand, you know, you talk about N'Kobe Dean, them big boys. Mm-hmm. Those are big boys be running through those gaps, you know? So you got to have somebody back there that can at least, you so know. So Isaiah Spiller, you have I in just, your third tier. Yeah, not six ex- foot, 217. Bigger guy, not explosive, not evasive. Can catch the ball, though. Yeah, does catch catches it. out of the backfield yeah, this past year. Does. A lot of them are on like these. Four, six, three, though. Yeah, not, not a blazer, not explosive. Probably going to be a solid running back for somebody that's going to have some games, you know, where he's just kind of filling it. You know, because he's a he's a workhorse back, but I'm looking for explosive ability and qualities. If I'm thinking about taking a running back high, so you mentioned Kyron Williams. Obviously, me being a Notre Dame fan, I I love Kyron Williams because Notre Dame's offensive line, at least the beginning of the year, was was garbage, mm-hmm. and he found ways. And his numbers kind of reflect that this year. Last year, when he had a good offensive line, over five yards per carry, you know, had a, a quarterback that. Ended up being a pro in Ian Book. When you look at Kyron Williams, I was stunned how slow he ran at the, at the combine. Yeah, because he plays faster than 4'6". Yeah. So I just think maybe he had a bad day. Kyle Hamilton ran a bad time. Maybe that track at Notre Dame that they're running on is not But as they did fast. at the combine, too, mm. which is, yeah. which. It, it, but the thing with Kyron is he's, he's 194 pounds. He's not even 200. Yeah. And it's on a 5'9 frame. So I just. He can catch the ball, though. Yeah, he can, but. I can't he hold up. I mean, it's already a position where, you know, historically, you know, take it, endure a lot of contact. Yeah. You know, so there's not longevity there a lot of times. And, and then I'm going to bring a guy under 200 in. I just, yeah, I, draft picks, if I'm a GM, are too valuable, you know. But, if, you know, if we got a chance to sign him, you know, seventh round, my coordinator was running around the room, you know, pulling his shirt off. You know, showing me the, the offensive package he has for Kyron Williams <laughs> on third down, and I might be like, okay, you know, but I don't think he's there in the seventh round. I mean, right. projections have him third, fourth. Yeah, because you always have to weigh if I'm taking an asset. Okay, what asset am I overlooking and not selecting? And it's easier to find Kyron Williams than it is some of the bigger bodies. I agree. So a big body, Brian Robinson out of Alabama, a lot of wear and tear on that two twenty-five. Played five years at Alabama. Yeah, a lot of wear and tear on Brian is probably the, the the biggest issue I have. Finally got his chance this year, ran for yeah. 1,300 yards. He looked more explosive when he was backing up the other guys and just playing 
in small doses. And then once this accumulation of carries got on him, maybe he just was never healthy. But I just not not overly explosive, solid running back, great size. You know, probably going to play in the league for a decade, you know, if he's a good person because he's, you know, just he brings some stuff to the table. But you know, I didn't see special when I eval Brian Robinson. Okay. Um, we'll have a little bit more. We'll get into the betting side of these uh, running backs as well as we keep breaking down the running back position. We do get have to get to, uh, as you mentioned, a name that we haven't mentioned really in depth, Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook mm-hmm. from Georgia. Where could he land? What type of team would make the most sense? But once again, Sean's top running back, Brees Hall. But then the surprise, Rashad White out of Arizona, number two. For Sean, we'll keep looking at the running back position. We'll incorporate some of the odds as well. It's the nightcap here on Visa. This is the nightcap on Visa, the sports betting network. Get your edge this playoff season with the Body Armor Edge Basketball Throwdown. Join four free fantasy hoop contests and play for your share of 20 grand in total cash prizes while the action unfolds on the court. Head to DraftKings.com slash Body Armor Edge now to draft your best lineup and find out if you'll outlast the competition. Body Armor, more than a sports drink. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details heading to the fourth quarter how much suspense with the spread you would think pelicans leading 92 to 75 a uh i'd say sean a popular dog was the san antonio spurs a uh, popular dog last night not was here the clippers no i'm just saying yeah. overall uh, if you looked at the splits at DraftKings, 59 percent of the bets were on the spurs Popular dogs, always be wary of the popular dog. Let me see what I can get involved in. Talk for a second. Let me see what the end game looks like. Uh, by the way, the uh, the end game or the full game line right now, 225 and a half. Uh, we are sitting at 60, or sorry, uh, 92 to 75 for your boy to uh, to pull this off. I need 58 points or less in the fourth quarter. No sweat, I'm sure this will, uh, will be. Let's see if we can get... Four unders in these play-in games. Uh, but right now, 92-75, to 75, fourth quarter underway, and it looks like the New Orleans Pelicans will be moving on to play on Friday night against the Los Angeles Clippers, barring a big comeback, which, hey, we've seen crazier things happen. Uh, it has been quite the night for C.J. McCollum, 32 points. Uh, Brandon Ingram with 17. Jonas Valanciunas with a double-double, 17-12. and 12. As you see right there, still need a couple more buckets for him to get to the over on points. Uh, one more bucket, really, and uh, a couple more rebounds for Valanciunas. But it's been a heck of a performance so far as the Pelicans now have increased their lead to 19. Yeah, for some reason, everything's locked on the end game. What are you looking at? Spurs? Well, I was just trying to see. I was trying to see if I could sweat the total with you. Yeah, we'll see. And go over 224 and a half was what I was going to do. <laughs> 
And I get I get crap for <laughs> not cheering hard enough for Sean. Hey, they know I'm just joking. <laughs> hey, stations, unlock the end game. Jeez. All right. Uh, DraftKings uh, live lines are ahead of the uh, cigar bet. San Antonio scores in our next uh, next possession here, Sean. <laughs> I only got them all locked. This is upsetting. Uh, 96 to 77 right now is the score uh, with uh, 10 and change. If I was you, I wouldn't like the pace so far. Yeah, we got to slow it down. I do like who's in the game, kind of, but the pace is like they're getting up and down. Well, what I like is there's going to be no fouling. Hopefully. In all likelihood. So that's good, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't feel great where I'm at, but hey. Uh, You should feel great. You'd rather have the under than the over right now. That is true. Yeah, in that a non-competitive game. Very true. Thinking you need 60 in the fourth. Slow it down. Slow it down. All right. I just don't know why stations won't open up the in-game betting. All right, let's get back to. So I can mush Tim. Can, you, can we get back to the important stuff? Yes, absolutely. Which is running backs. So we have, uh, once again, just to reiterate from Sean, his top running back is, I, I would say, pretty consensus. Most people. Yeah. Have Brees Hall as their number one running back. The, the odds indicate he's absolutely going first at minus 250. And we had uh, Matt Freeman on earlier today who actually placed a bet, laid the juice that Brees Hall would be the first running back selected. And, and I think for you in that room, you would go early second round and Brees Hall was available. You as a GM would be comfortable selecting Brees Hall. Yeah, if that's what we needed. Right. I'd hope we were at a point if I was a GM that we had a running back, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't blink an eye if, especially the teams with multiple picks that also have early picks in the second round and have already gotten elite talent at different positions. If you want to add, you know, a Brees Hall, a Rashad White, I think those guys are elite talents, you know, for this class. So, you know, but you're looking at the top of that Jacksonville that just took Travis Etienne in the first round, Detroit, DeAndre Swift a couple years back. Houston may be in a position, you know, to, to to look running back. But, you know, that's the deal. Giants still have Saquon, so you can't see them, you know, taking a back. Maybe the Jets. Maybe. You know, but they have so many other needs. You know, they might feel like, you know, we could get a running back later. So I'm just looking at the teams and their needs and, and trying to figure out where I'm looking at one fits. mock right now, and this is just one mock. It has the first running back going off the board to Tampa at 60. I would not be surprised if that happens. Man, that is a long way to wait. Actually, this one, actually, no, I beg your pardon. This one has Walker going 55 to Arizona, Brees Hall going 60 to Tampa Bay. How surprised would you be if Kenneth Walker went ahead of? None. Really? None, because he has an elite quality. He's just a. Yeah, he's got the home run hitter ability. So I want to throw you have DeAndre Hopkins there. You add a Kenneth Walker. You've got Kyler Murray. Um, So we talked. We talked about Zach Ertz is there now. So you got some pieces. You know, you lost Chase Edmonds and uh, Ertz is. Did Ertz is gone? I can't remember. No, I think Ertz is still there. But so I want to bring up one guy. I don't know how how much tape you watched on him, but this is a guy that's been getting a little buzz. We talked about Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. Mm -hmm. South Dakota State has Pierre Strong, yeah. a 5'11", 207, fastest running back at the combine, ran a 4'3", 7. 
most people have him. You know, he's been a bit of a riser, a name you've heard. He's probably, I don't know, peak early third day. He's a good player. But is he the type of running back that teams should keep an eye on? Because does he, all right, you mentioned Jerome Ford and and Kenneth Walker bring that elite skill set, which is explosivity. Mm Mm-hmm. Does Pierre Strong bring that too? Is he in the same explosive? Not as atmosphere? explosive, no. Uh, very productive. Um, again, he's a guy doesn't play quite fast as he ran, you know. So I, I have to be careful, you know, with those times. I go by what it looks like on game day. Right. So he doesn't play at that speed. I like him though. You know, sixteen hundred yards. Yeah. but he's he's older. He's got wear and tear. Yeah, I, I, I like si- him. He had six hundred and thirty-one carries yeah, in college. Yeah. I, I watched him. Remember, we had South Dakota. That's your guy, yeah. Oladokun. Yeah. So he, I like him. Where's he going? CFL. Uh, I think he'll get a chance, maybe. Yeah. Um. Hopefully. All right. Let's get back. To get in camp. Yeah. And improve himself. We'll see. James Cook. This is a guy that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, some people have him, you know, in that top five range of running backs. Uh, Dalvin Cook's brother split carries at Georgia with um, uh, with Zamir White, so he wasn't I mean, he was the main guy, but didn't have a, a ton of carries, which some people might like. 113 carries, 27 catches out of the backfield. Obviously, his brother is mm-hmm. elite. Uh, how do you how does James Cook stack up against his brother, and 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 what type of player could we expect to see from James Cook? Elite pedigree, of course. You know, based on. Dalvin, uh, he's bigger than Dalvin. He's not as fast. He's not as explosive. He's kind of a prospect that does everything you're going to ask him to do good, does none of them great. But he's a larger body. The packaging is there. So, again, he's a guy, you know, as long as he keeps his nose clean, he could play 10 years in the NFL. You know, but I don't see him as an elite-level running back. And understand, when I'm evaluating Brees Hall and these guys, I'm not comparing them to – just Kenneth Walker. I'm saying, okay, if I select Brees Hall top of the second round at running back, where do I rank now in the National Football League from a talent and ability standpoint? Like, I always keep that in the back of my mind when I'm evaluating these kids. So to answer the question about, you know, you know, James Cook, solid player, wouldn't have an issue if we drafted him, you know, later in the draft, if that's what we felt like we needed was more running back depth. But my expectation would not be for him to come in and, and start year one or – or, or be our starting running back for three years. Like, I would feel like we can get a more talented guy to be the, the starter and, and have James maybe as, as a sub or something. All right, let's let's uh, let's wrap things up with this prop. By the way, uh, San Antonio is within nine points. Will a running back go in the first round? Nope. No minus 190. Nope. I agree. Not I, happening. I like that bet. Uh, Just look at the back end you of gotta lay the, You yeah. got to lay the juice. But it feels more and more, and as we talked about with how wide receivers are getting paid and this wide receiver class, you could see seven wide receivers go in the first round. I don't see where Brees Hall slips in, and that would be the guy. Yeah, I would be very surprised. So at minus 190, once again, it's, it's a lot of juice. I would, be, I would be pretty surprised, Sean, if a running back went in the first round. I'd be shocked. It would be the first time since 2014 we wouldn't have a running back. We in the haven't first talked round. to these guys yet, but I think a tight end has a better chance of sneaking late in the first round than a running back does. Minus 190 might be something to think about. Juice sometimes is worth the squeeze at minus 190. No running backs in the first round.
We'll talk to Cody Decker coming up top of the hour. We'll get you updated on what's happening in New Orleans. Got ourselves a game now. San Antonio making a little bit of a comeback. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. The NFL Draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, our former NFL GM. He'll have draft analysis. Mike Pritchard, first-round pick. And, of course, my guy, Sean King, will have his thoughts on the draft as well. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and the voice of the Raiders, Brent Musburger. He will have his draft best bets in our NFL Draft Betting Guide. Sign up today to get full access to VSIN through the NFL Draft for only 19 bucks. VSIN.com slash spring. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Woo! While we're breaking down running backs, hello, Spurs. 13 to 5 run to start the fourth quarter. It's a nine point game right now. Your live line, Pelicans minus nine and a half total. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 219 and a half. I like the total. However, the worry, Sean, is mm-hmm. now the Pelicans might press a little bit. Might want to put up some more points. If we were sitting at 14 right now, if it was 97-83, oh, I would feel fantastic. But now he could get fouling at the end of the game. CJ McCollum's going to be back in there trying to hunt his shot. So, I mean, I like that the Pelicans have struggled a little bit here, but... You know. I don't know if you. this is what you wanted. It is not. It's yeah. not I mean, you don't want again, this to turn into a free throw game. Like, like you said, I'd rather be 97-88 than 107-98. That would, that would suck. True. But I don't like that we're getting a little bit more uh, competitive. But there's where we stand right now. 97-88 is the score. Pelicans leading the Spurs. C.J. McCollum, 32 points, 27 of which came in the first half. Brandon Ingram with 19 uh, looking over at the Spurs, now you're starting to see some more contributions from the starters. Uh, Kelton Johnson, he has 14. Uh, Jake, uh, Jacob Hoytel, uh Jacob Hoytel, uh has uh, 14, so he is over. <laughs> Say it one more time. Uh, I think it's is it Poitel? I can't remember. It's not pronounced pronounced like it's spelled. No. Uh, Dejounte Murray sitting with 13, so he has work to do. If you played him over. 
So uh, Spurs with the ball and uh, back in place. Seven minutes to go, and now things getting a little competitive down there in the Big Easy. 97-88, to 88, the land that Sean King used to dominate back in 1998. Just throwing touchdowns and running for scores. What we do, man. <laughs> you need to wear more green. The green wave, man. I wear green a lot. You need to wear more. I yeah. You wear USF stuff. I need to see more of that. I wear a lot of Tulane stuff. Feel the wave stuff. I wear a lot of Tulane stuff. You know, I would like to wear Tulane stuff, but, you know. I, w- I would think that the greatest player in Tulane history. We still got some pledging to do with you. You still haven't. You know, by the way, just a reminder for all the people who think I'm a hater. Remember, one of us went on vacation and got someone a engraved hat. Another went to on a vacation and spent over two grand in a bookstore and none of it was for me. So, you're not a Duke fan. Doesn't matter. You're not so a, why would I you're not a Mickey you? Mouse fan, but I still it's the gesture that counts. Well I wasn't gonna get you something that you weren't gonna use. I would have wore it. Why wouldn't I not have worn it? I don't want anybody that's I not wear, a Duke fan in Duke stuff. That's just your haterness coming out saying. I'm pretty sure that's not. I, I had to live this down, live this up for months. Then I go and make an incredible gesture. He complains about the size. You don't get to dictate if your gesture is incredible. I didn't hear any of our uh, followers hit us up saying that, that was an incredible gesture. You, you want me to go find the tweet again? Yeah, I thought they said it was a nice thing to do. Incredibles, kind of. I got you a. You Mickey, went zero to hundred really fast. I got you a Mickey there. Mouse hat that said Puckstradamus on the back. Yeah, for Sean, for little Sean. It didn't fit this big mass of information I have up to, above my neck. Do you think neck. Disneyland has things that fit that cranium? Well, you need to start hating on the back. Start hating on the uh, big guys, man. I can't believe you're turning this on. No, you're looking for comfort. One, you're seeking I, comfort. I just, I just, I want. And I'm not going to allow you to get it. I want, I want to know the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Gifts for my co-host one. Gifts for his co-host zero. Those are just facts. 97 to 88 is where we stand. Pelicans and Spurs. Going back to running backs in the first round. Would you lay the juice? Is there? I was just. Uh, DMing with our good friend Jared Smith, mm-hmm. who said he still has nightmares about Clyde Edwards Alaire going 32 to the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. I mean, it's it's look, anything is possible in the NFL draft. So right now, the 32nd pick. There's get, not a running back going in the first round. By the way, Colorado's up eight to two. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't take that. <laughs> they were up six to two at the end of the second. And Colorado to win by minus four and a half. I could have got plus one sixty. Colorado to win by what? Minus four and a half. And they they had to win by five two. goals. Yes, they're up eight to two now. <sighs> Free money. Can we pull up the? If, do we have the slate for the back end of the back half of the first round? Uh, because I, I just want to go through it, looking at the running backs. All right, here we go. Start at twenty-five. Bills not going running back. I could see it, but maybe not that rich. Yeah, not at all. And. I, my guess is that a lot of these organizations are going to evaluate the running backs like you did, Sean. Like Rashad White is a, a quality pass catcher, probably going to be available in the third or fourth round. Do we draft a luxury pick at 25? Mm-hmm. Titans, no. Derrick Henry. Buccaneers? If not for the offensive line defections, this might have been a place. They're going to be in the market for an O-lineman or either a D-tackle. So... They have to replace uh, 
Kappa, who went to the Bengals, and then um, Ali Marpet retired. retired. You know, then Indomitian Sue, they still have not re-signed him. So they have a glaring hole in the middle of their uh, offensive and defensive lines. They're going to fill, I would imagine, they're going to fill one of those three spots. So we've got no on the Buccaneers because that's their first pick of the draft. Mm -hmm. The Packers no because they already have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. They spent a second-round pick on A.J. Dillon, and they gave a ton of money to Aaron Jones. Right, so they're not going to win chance. Chiefs, no. They yeah. drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round a couple years ago. They're not going running back. Bengals have Joe Mixon. Lions have DeAndre Swift. So that was what I was saying. There's not a running back just in the group specifically that has a high first-round grade. Then when you look at the last seven, eight picks, you know, even if you go to 24, Dallas is not selecting a running back. Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, the only spot might be 23 with Arizona. That seems high. But it seems real high. I mean, Arizona has other needs. Remember, they lost uh, Christian Kirk. They decided not to bring back A.J. Green. Yeah, they need a wide receiver. So, you know, they have, you know, other needs. Uh, you know, I could see a scenario maybe where Arizona trades down. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the Chiefs want to jump up from 29 to 23. There's a receiver sitting there that they really like. You know, maybe there's some scenarios where that could happen. But it's not minus 190. No running back goes in the first round. For a read, for, for for nothing. Obviously, the information at the NFL get and backs that up. I mean, once again, just to kind of put it into this perspective, minus 190 is an implied probability of 65%. So is there a better than 65% chance that no running back goes in the first round? Uh, absolutely. And I agree. I mean, because I, I think Kenneth Walker could be a guy that, could have a rookie of the year campaign. When mm-hmm. we see the odds come out the day after the draft, because we'll have markets that come out, Kenneth Walker, I would imagine, gets drafted in the second round and has a good chance to be an a every down back. I agree. And he could win rookie of the year. I agree. But I don't think he's going in the first round. We'll see. I, I would I would be surprised. And the way that the the way the devalue of the of the running back is going now, I, I just don't see these teams racing up to get running backs. I don't either. So, and as you mentioned, as you broke down, this class doesn't have anyone. And I think there are guys like as as you pointed out, uh, White from Arizona State, Rashad Ford White. from Cincinnati. Do me a favor, the if kid you're... from South Dakota State. Yeah. I mean, these are guys. Some people like him. There are fourth, fifth round picks. Maybe, maybe they get overdrafted in the third round. But I think a lot of these teams, my guess would be, Sean, is it's a running back. We can find quality running backs in this class in the fourth and the fifth rounds. All I want is on draft day, when Rashad White goes sometime on day two and second, hopefully the second round, don't let Kuyper get up there and be peacocking. I want all you guys to hit him up. Hey, my boy <laughs> King was on him. So you're When two- Christian Watson slips into the top 20. That's your guy. I want you guys to hit him up. My boy King was on him. <clears throat> That's your guy. So yep. you're two guys right now. Christian Watson. Christian Watson, North Dakota State wide receiver. Mm-hmm. See some mocks slipping into the first round. <coughs> and your guy, maybe not Rashad a high draft pick, yeah. Rashad White. I'm definitely going to have uh, NFL Rookie of the Year wages on those two. Rashad White, by the way, a little plus money getting the first round. Plus 125. It's not a running back being taken. No, no. Round. Oh, I'm sorry. Christian Watson. Oh, I saw that. 
Cody Decker, our good friend, will talk some Major League Baseball next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.